Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the eight on this Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all our dads out there. We are wrapping up our series called Say What? We're wrapping up our series here, a three-part series called Say What? If you have missed the first two parts, uh, make sure you check it out on our YouTube channel at sammarkatl.church and on our podcast. If you like to listen on the go, make sure that you can subscribe uh, to the church podcast to get up to date on the latest talk here at the eight. And I want to make this clear of why we are doing this series at this time specifically. Why are we doing this series about how to communicate, how we can understand each other? If we like it or not, we're in each other's faces. Like if you're at home in a family setting, we're in each other's faces a lot more. When we're in each other's faces a lot more, there is going to be more conflict. There's going to be more miscommunication. This is happening at a micro level in houses. This is also happening in our country where we're, we're, we're emotionally charged and rightfully so as far as the systemic racism that is now becoming revealed in, in our country. And, and now action is wanting to be taken, but everyone is wanting to talk, 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 talk. Everyone is releasing a statement. Everyone is wanting to say something. And when everyone is just saying something, especially when it's emotionally charged, there happens to be miscommunication or misunderstanding of each other. Everyone loves to ask this question uh, now and to the church as a whole um, is, what is the church's stance on X, Y, and Z? What is the church's stance on gay marriage? What is the church's stance on, on X, Y, on abortion, on blah, blah, blah? And all these sensitive, controversial subjects, people always love to ask the question, where can I find the statement as far as where the church stands on X, Y, and Z? I think there's a lot of wisdom on why there is not a go-to spot to just get all your answers, all your questions answered from the church as far as where does the church stand on all these different topics. And I think there's some wisdom and intentionality of why that does not exist. There needs to be a dialogue. There needs to be a relationship. The church is not an organization just to just throw out statements of saying, this is this, this is that. It needs a relationship. Think about it. If God just wanted to just say, do this, don't do this, there'll be no point for him to become incarnate. There'll be no point for him to put on skin. There'll be no point for Jesus. Like, right, he could have easily just sent just some text and says, do this and do that. No, but he desired a relationship. There needs to be a dialogue. There needs to be communication. There needs to be listening. There needs to be deliver of content. There's to be, there, there, there has to be a dialogue back and forth. This, 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 this needs to be the centerpiece of our, of our relationships, of our homes, of the church. It's not just about one-way communication. There needs to be an understanding on both sides. This is why we're having this series, is for us to understand each other better and really to understand why there is miscommunication in the first place. We have to do better of understand each other. The number one, the number one answer that Jesus gave when he was asked a confrontational question or a sensitive question, his number one response was a question. The number one thing that Jesus said to answer a sensitive question when someone's coming to like really give it to him, his number one answer was responding with a question. Why? It's a relationship, right? Don't we say our father who is in heaven? So it, it, he's, he's, he's initiating, he's desiring a conversation, a relationship, right? This is why in ancient Christianity, 
the tradition has been that my name is not Pastor Nathaniel. My name is Father Nathaniel. There, there needs to be a relationship. This is why in ancient Christianity, we're, we're not striving for mega churches and just to deliver content. With all respect to, to, to that tradition done in other churches, there has to be a relationship. There has to be a relationship component. You and I desire that in every aspect of life. And we also desire it in this vertical relationship as well. We got to understand each other. I just read a blog post a couple days ago um, about something that, that we're seeing with all the protests is, is a comment of silence is violence. Silence is violence. So if I'm not speaking up and I'm not just talking and, and saying X, Y, and Z, that I am indirectly promoting violence. And that kind of annoyed me. It's like, because we're also saying that I need to always be speaking. I always need to just, why can't I be listening? Why can't I be taking in and learning from what's going on in our country or learning about a situation? Why, why is silence always equal violence? That's not always the case. Yet there might be situations or in a certain context or scenario where that is true. But it's hard for us to embrace the idea of silence is maybe active listening, is a time for me to listen and learn. There's a time for this and there's a time for that, right? Hear out these beautiful ancient words from the book of Ecclesiastes. Listen to these words of wisdom. This is timeless truth that you and I know is true, but listen to how it's put in such a, a beautiful poetic way. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal. Okay, that, that, that's not like a person to person time to kill, but <laughs> in, in life as a whole, there's a time to kill and there's a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Ain't that true these days with social distancing? A time to gain and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. There is a time and season for everything. And isn't this summer, summer 2020, isn't it so a, a unique summer that we'll probably never have again? There's a, this is a time for, 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 for families. Maybe this is a time for us to bond instead of just being busy and, and, and just kind of out of each other's faces. Maybe this is a time for us to strengthen and deepen our relationships, our friendships, same thing in our marriages or in our friendships and as a whole. Maybe this is the season for that. Older kids, yeah, I get it. You might be annoyed with your, with, with your parents and just ready to get out. Maybe this, this might be one of the last summers that you'll have in the home with your parents, with other family members. Maybe we'll never have a time for like this again. Let's embrace this and embrace the season of building and strengthening our relationships. Yes, there, are going to be, there is going to be conflict. Yes, there is going to be misunderstanding. But maybe this is the time for us to hear each other out and strengthen and build our bond together. There was an Egyptian monk, 
a church father, a desert father, uh, from the year around the year 390 A.D. His name was Saint Arsenius. Saint Arsenius. This, uh, this, so this, this saint is honored not only in the Orthodox Church, in the Orthodox tradition, but also in the Roman Catholic tradition, uh, just because of his profound wisdom and of how well he articulated himself and his and his deep spirituality and connection with God. This is something you and I can relate to. This is what he said around the year 390 A.D. I have always something to repent for after having talked, but have never been sorry for having been silent. I have always something to repent for after talking, but have never been sorry for having been silent. Right? We get this, all right? I definitely, there's many times where I've, I've had a conflict with someone where I said, man, like, I, I shouldn't have responded that way. I, I overreacted. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have said that. I've been there because I'm so emotionally charged. I go into a conflict, and then at the end, there's a part of me that's repentant of how I responded. But never have I, have I felt guilty or for, for being silent. And some of us take this, take this, this, this meditation, this saying by St. Arsenios, and we go to town, and we take it to the other extreme, and they say, yeah, you know what? I've always regretted for what I've said. It always led to, to more disaster. It's led to more pain or led to more uh, uh, distance in this relationship or this friendship. So it's better for what? You know, it's better for me not to open my mouth. And we take that to the other extreme. That's not right either, all right? So we don't want to take it to the other extreme of just saying it was better for me just to keep silent, right? Last week, we talked about how my words can be edifying and strengthen and equipping, equipping and empowering my relationships or dialogue with someone. So it's not just me going to the other extreme, well, I'm always going to regret what I say or everything I say is always going to be bad, so it's better for me just to keep silent. No, like I, I can't just always jump to that conclusion. What I want to talk about is listening. Okay, I know this is kind of weird because like I'm not I'm talking one way, but I want us to all talk about listening. This, it, like, yeah, we should say, yeah, 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 we listen, listen, we should listen. But think about this for a second. Our attention span of listening is very small, right? The reality is some of you are probably listening to this while you're multitasking, opening another tab or running this in the background or while you're like we we it's hard for us to just fully engage and listen attentively, right? We want sound bites, we want headlines, we want small audio clips, we want it condensed, right? Some of us look at a video and say, Oh, that's too long, I'm not gonna watch the whole thing. Or we do, you know, increase the speed of a video or just for an audio for me to to to, to capture more. Our attention span to actively listen is a lot smaller these days than ever before in world history. Think think how some subliminal this this message is as far as how it's hard for us to be an active listener right we hear about there's going to be peace talks or you know there's a talk show you know online or this podcast it's about talk show it's about peace talks it's about talk 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 right nobody says this is a peace listen we're going to talk to have we're going to get together to have a peace listen right it's subconscious when we say well let's talk this out it's about Talking one way, we need, to, we need to settle this, we need to talk it out. It's about communicating one way, talk, talk, talk. But communication is both ways. It's what I say and also what I hear and how it is interpreted, right? So there's both ways, but when we always hear, well, there's peace talk, or there's a talk show, it's I'm always about one way. We're not putting emphasis on the listening part. I remember in college, my first year, I took a class on communication, and I loved it. Like, it, it just taught me so much as far as the art of communication, of how I can construct sentences to, 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 to deliver content or deliver a message. So that's a beautiful thing, but not once, at, at least that was my case for my class, not once did we ever talk about 
active listening, right? Communication for many colleges is a requirement, but never is there a, a, a course about listening. It's always about communication, delivering content one way. About, I think about two years ago, um, there was a, a visiting bishop coming to visit uh, Atlanta. His name is His Grace Bishop uh, Seraphim. So he's one of the bishops here in North America. He came to visit Atlanta, and I was assigned to, to drive him to the airport after his visit here to Atlanta. And I asked him, I, I think I, I, like I was recently ordained, so I asked him, you know, I said, Bishop Seraphim, what advice do you have for me? As a rookie priest, kind of just beginning the ministry, what advice do you have for me? And he gave me this advice. I, I, I remember exactly. We were driving on I-85, and he told me this as we are getting closer to the airport. He says, I want you to focus on listening. I was like, I, like I've heard other advice because I like to ask that question to, to many other clergy. But I was surprised that he told me, give me the advice that I need to focus on listening. Listening to people. Be not, not just passively, but be an active listener to what they're saying. Think of how awkward that is. We're driving, and he says that. I feel like I can't say anything after that because I just want to hear what he has to say. Like, I'm, I'm trying to practice what he's saying. So it was like, there's obviously this awkward silence, right? So like, what do you talk to a bishop about? So it was even more of an awkward silence uh, as he was giving me that advice that I need to focus on hearing people out, really seeing what's in their heart and, and being an active listener to them. I'll never forget that advice he gave me. Let's face it, listening is hard. Listening is hard. Like, it, it's, like, like, we're always thinking about what's my response to what someone told me. But it's, it's, it's hard to really be fully engaged as a listener. There are many filters that affect how we hear things. Like, you and I could hear the same thing, but how we interpret it or how it's processed, it can be very different. And there's many filters that affect how we, how we hear things. Here are some of the, the filters that affect how we hear something and how it interprets and how we process it in our head and our heart. Culture affects. Language affects. Values. Our beliefs. Our attitude. Our expectation. Or our intention. All those filters affect how we hear something and how it's interpreted. And obviously, eventually, it affects how we respond to things. Like I said, when we are listening, naturally, our natural reflex when we're hearing something is our natural response is, do I agree with what they're saying? Do I disagree with what they're saying? What's my comeback? What's my witty response to what they're saying? We're all, that's our natural reflex is that. But what I want us to focus on when we're having conflict, when we're trying to understand each other, when, when, when we're trying to de-escalate a conflict, are we really listening? Are we really listening to what is being said? Because intentional listening, intentional listening creates understanding. Intentional listening creates understanding. Being an intentional listener. I wanna give four tactics, four things, applicable things we can apply moving forward to conflicts, to conversations of us, how we can be an active listener. So the acronym is RASA, all right? I know this is kind of weird, but it's fine. Just go along with it. I know it's corny. RASA, R-A-S-A, -A. R, receive. Pay attention. Pay attention. Genu genuinely pay attention, all right? Like, not, not, uh, I, I'm 100% I'm guilty of this. You can ask my wife. Is uh-huh, yeah, yeah. For real? Hmm. Interesting. And I'm, 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 I'm kind of just passively listening as my phone is out. What am I saying? What am I saying to my wife or what am I saying to my daughter? I'm saying, uh, that's cool that you're talking, but this is more important. That's what I'm saying when, I, when I'm doing that. So uh, for us to be intentional listening, 
there is a communicator by the name of Simon Sinek. He says, even if I'm going out uh, and I'm, I'm meeting someone face-to-face -face for coffee or whatever, um, and, and, and they're talking, and I put my phone right on the table. I put my phone right on the table as they're talking. What am I actually saying? I'm actually saying, yeah, I want to be engaged in what you're saying, but if this vibrates or this lights up, this is going to be more important than what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. So when I'm receiving, when I'm being an active listener, I need to put distractions away. That includes my watch. If I'm talking to somebody and I go, uh-huh, uh-huh, what am I saying? I'm saying that, yeah, I like talking to you. I like hearing what you're saying, but you're not as important as this, this bright device that shines up and gives me nice feelings every time it vibrates or rings. That's what we're saying. Receive, receive in an authentic way what the other person is saying. R, rasa, receive. A is appreciate. Appreciate what they're saying. I know this sounds weird, but making little noises as someone is talking shows that you are receiving what they're saying and you also appreciate what they're saying. All right, My, like, some people make fun of me. I like to say, mm, mm. Like I make those noises a lot, but I, it's showing that I'm an active listener. Okay, not just in a passive way just to fill in silence, but it shows that I'm engaged and I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you out as far as what you're saying. So it's like, mm, I see, interesting. Not, not Again, not in a broad generic just to fill up, but be genuine. So appreciate what they're saying by, by giving those little noises to show that you are engaged. Rasa, receive, appreciate. S, summarize, summarize. You can say, so this is what you're saying. Like I need to take what I just heard and to be an active listener is I need to summarize what they said. So you're saying that this is what happened at work. So you're saying this is how you feel when that occurred. So I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing it because once I summarize what they said, subconsciously that person's like, yeah, okay, that person has been paying attention to what I've been saying. So I need to summarize what they are saying, summarize. A, I need to ask, I need to ask. Ask follow-up questions. Ask follow-up questions. This is highly important, Rasa. So I need to receive, I need to appreciate what they're saying, I need to summarize what they're saying, and then I also need to ask. I need to ask follow-up questions, and specifically open-ended questions. I can't just say, oh, so you, you were sad after they said that? That's a yes or no response. That's like, yeah, that, that is what I'm saying. But if I am asking in, a, in an open-ended way, I'm asking especially, especially, gentlemen, Father's Day, I'm sorry, but if we can do this to, to our wives and to, and to other people talk, we can say, hey, how are you feeling? Yeah, we, we try to run away from, from emotion. But if I can say, well, how did that make you feel once they said that? If I'm able to ask, this is showing me being an active listener and being so pastoral, me being more sensitive to what they are saying. This can easily soothe out any conflict or tension that might exist in a conversation by me asking an open-ended question and specifically about how they feel. Watch this funny video. This is what you should not do, all right? So we talked about rasa. We talked about receiving, appreciating, summarizing, and asking. But this video shows the exact opposite of Rasa. This is what you should not do, all right? Hey, Murph. <laughs> hey, Ronathan. I heard you're having trouble with your computer. Yeah, thanks for coming down. Okay, so what's uh, what seems to be the problem? Uh, so every time I try to get online, uh -huh. it's asking me for an admin okay. password, sure. but it shouldn't need a password to get onto the internet. Sure. And I should already yeah. have admin privileges on this computer. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Did you get all that? Yeah, yeah, totally. So... You need admin privileges? No, 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 yeah. I already have yeah. admin privileges. Oh, okay. I just Great. need to get on the internet. And okay, it, yeah. I shouldn't need admin privileges. Yeah, 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 got it. 
I feel like you're not actually uh-huh, listening uh-huh. to me. Yeah, yeah, sure. Are you yeah, actually okay. not listening to yeah, me, no, or I'm are good. you saying that you okay, get sure. that it seems yeah, that totally. way? Totally, yeah, I, yeah, that's, that makes sense. Okay, you need to stop sure. that. Okay, doing what? You need to stop checking in okay, with me so right. much saying okay. yeah. You need to stop yeah. saying yeah. What do you mean? It seems like you're not listening oh, and that you're it. just focusing got on it. saying yeah, yeah no, that and got makes it sense. and everything. Yeah. Like you took yeah, some okay. kind of active oh, listening oh, class, sure. but yeah. you're not actually totally, paying attention. Totally. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Then why did you disagree mm-hmm. with me a million times mm-hmm. while I said it? Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just showing you that I'm listening to you. So you have a problem with your dog, is what I'm hearing? No, you're it's, clearly yeah. not It's listening. a funny video. If you are an active listener, if I'm an active listener, that becomes contagious. Everyone loves to be heard. Everybody desires to be heard. So imagine how, like, the impact that can happen in your social circle, in your, in your community, in your church, in, in, in your workplace. Imagine what can happen if you're an active listener to your boss or to a coworker, to your spouse or to your kids. It becomes contagious because everyone wants to be heard and then they will now become an active listener to the next person because they appreciate being heard as well. Being an active listener can become contagious. Imagine for a second. Imagine the power of the local church. Imagine the power of the local church if we heard each other, if we heard concerns, or, 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 or imagine the, the impact that the power of the church can have. If we really heard from broken people, people that have been hurt from the church, people who are, are, are broken or traumatized, like imagine, imagine the impact of the church if we literally, literally heard what they're saying instead of me, of us just trying to fix things or telling people what to do. Imagine, imagine what our marriages can look like if we literally heard each other better, being an active listener, receiving, appreciating, summarizing, asking questions. Imagine what our marriages can look like. Imagine our, the, the relationship between parents and our kids if we heard them out. I get it, we live in a busy world. We live in an uncertain world right now, there's no question. But if we were more intentional about being an active listener, to hear someone as opposed to just telling them to do this or to do that. Imagine the impact this can make in our community and in our world. Fathers, happy Father's Day. But I wanna say this as well to all our fathers. Let's be a leader by being active listeners in our workplaces and our marriages. Really genuinely be active listeners to be a servant to those, a servant to our wives, to honor our wives by being active listeners, to, 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 to serve our kids. I'm, I'm talking to myself as well. For us to push, let, 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 let this Father's Day 2020 be something in us, not just to just, like, not, let's not let this Father's Day just pass by, but let, let's equip ourselves to be better listeners to our spouses and even future fathers and future husbands. Like, it, it's not like you press the button at your, on your wedding day or when, when a baby pops out that all of a sudden you're gonna become an active listener or, oh, now I gotta be a husband, now I gotta be. No, you can build those muscles now. You can build those virtues from now of how you are an active listener. How are you honoring and submitting to the women around you in your life now? Be an active listener now, honor them. It's a sense of humility when I'm wanting to hear someone out. I, I need to put my agenda away. I need to put away what I would just wanna say back but I and, and, and not just be silent and not just be silent like this but my body language is also communicating something we said we said in part one 70% of communication is my body language so let us do this men husbands fathers everyone but guys let's be better at this let's be better at this 
Imagine if we heard our, our, our the people in our lives better, the people that we have friction and conflict with continuously. Imagine if we heard them out better and came with humility to hear them out. Imagine. Imagine if you and I heard our heavenly Father more. Imagine if we heard the creator of the galaxies, the universe. Imagine if we heard this being who actually invites us to call him father. If we heard him genuinely, imagine what our lives would look like. Imagine what our, our insecurities would feel like. Imagine the, the parts of our lives that are kind of just being torn. If we align those parts and hear him, imagine what our lives would look like. We want to hear in this direction. And then we also want to hear in horizontal relationships as well. But for us to be active listeners, not passive, not just silence, but active listeners. I want to close by this beautiful quote by His Holiness Pope Shenouda III, who was a recent leader of the Coptic Orthodox Church. Listen to these words. All you need, dear brother, is to meet with Christ and speak to him, to listen to him and form a relationship with him. And you will find in him all that you will ever need. With Christ, you will lack nothing. Give him your heart and then you will notice the non-essentials of the world and you will be happy with God's love. It's simple, but so profound. That's Christianity. That's Jesus. Simple, but profound. Simple, but demanding. For us to hear him, like imagine, you are looking for something more in life. I am as well. But imagine if we align ourselves with the creator of you and me. And he's not just some ethereal being. He is our heavenly father. If we build an intimate, genuine, authentic relationship to listen to him, to speak to him, to strengthen this bond, imagine, imagine what our world would look like. It has to start from within. It has to start for me to understand me, how I'm wired from God above. And if I understand how I'm wired from him and build and strengthen this relationship, I promise you, the conflicts, the tension, the toxic relationships, the, 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 the continuous fighting that we might have in our households or in our, in our workplaces or the conflicts, it will change if we become an active listener, if we come to give words of edification as we talked about last week. If we know how to conflict or how to confront criticism, our world would be different. I pray that this series, this talk becomes a reality for me and for you. Let's bow our heads in prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Lord, I pray that my heart, that my mind is open to, 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 to hearing you, to embracing you, for me to strengthen my bond with you. Lord, we know that conflicts will always exist. If we have any type of dialogue or any type of relationship with anybody, it's a matter of time until there is some type of tension or friction that will occur. 
But Lord, give us strength to, to, to be quick to hear and slow to speak. For me to be an active listener, for me to, to, to hear the other person, this is what will strengthen our relationships with each other. This is what will strengthen our country if we hear each other out as opposed to just speaking. Lord, give us this strength which only comes from you and that the words we speak can be edifying because we know that our world, our life can be different. It can be better if we apply what you have taught us. Through the prayers of your saints, Lord, hear us as we pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you all for attending this three-part series on called Say What here at The Aid, and I hope everyone has a great week. Take care. <laughs>